I gotta get this. Ca- I gotta get this cat out of my body real quick. Hold on. <laughs> what was that about your pussy? I'm imagining a parallel universe where uh, cat ladies are just called pussy ladies. Oh God. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> just got pussies all roaming around. Yeah. Not taken care of. <laughs> what a good joke. <laughs> Nathan, are you a pussy person or a dog person? <laughs> um, big dogs. I I'm not really either. Like, I know. <laughs> geez, you know. Okay. I feel like my my person. I'm like have a like the personality of a cat. Cats are introverted, fickle creatures <laughs> that are pretentious and hate everyone but themselves and especially themselves. <laughs> Sounds like me. Sounds, <laughs> sounds familiar. I can get behind that. Uh, mm. But d- at during times in my life, I have liked being around dogs. Yeah, I don't really want to ever have a dog. Are you more of a pussy person? Honestly, are you? Are you own... being honest with me? Please tell me you're being honest. You need to. Mm. You swear to me on your mother's grave. It's all lies. <laughs> but okay. take what you can get. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't. After having my own cat, I don't think I'm really a cat person either. I had so many animals in my house growing up, and they're just kind of a burden the whole time. Yep. And uh, I don't like him that much. Sometimes I like my cat all right, but mostly he's just like a little bit annoying, and I have to find someone to feed him when we leave. You know. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. Not crazy. Mm-hmm. Not crazy about him. Hot takes right here. <clears throat> yeah. Address all your tweets to Cameron DeWitt. No. <laughs> and he won't read them because he hasn't been on Twitter in five years. I don't check it, so. Mm-hmm. At me all you want. Yeah. Slide into those DMs. Let's hop on our segues and drive on into the show. Yeah. Scoot, scoot. Oh, shit. That would have been a good time to play the intro music. Okay. But I didn't have it right in front of me. Here it is. Remember this one? You remember this song? It's the one about Staggly. It's the only one about Staggly. <laughs> Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. Pa pow! Bang! Pow! Boom! It's a podcast about learning. Come to right agree. in. Take a seat. Have a drink. Because Welcome. I definitely am. It's uh, this thing of it's you're hanging out with your friends and your pals Cameron and Nathan and it's uh it's a podcast fireside chat called think outside the box set where we learn to appreciate an artist back catalog and I'm Nathan Hunt I'm the one that's Cameron uh-huh. uh so we're listening to insane clown posse yeah the mighty um, death poop he, he, here's a question Nathan do you think people like if this is their first episode, do you think they should just like listen to this or do you think people should go to the start and and listen to all of our Garth Brooks episodes first? Uh, well, what I can't I can't in good conscience recommend that people actually listen to us okay. under any circumstances. <laughs> so I think what I'm getting at here is just press. You heard it. You heard it here, folks. Go away. Leave us alone. Press the stop button. Uh, <laughs> click on your podcast icon. Drag it to the recycle bin. Yeah. Double click on shut down. Pick up your computer. Open the window. Heave it out the window, and never look at it again. 
Just go ahead and and press that 15 second forward button until you get to the end. Yeah. And then do that for all of the rest of our episodes. (laughs) Well, yeah. Pretend that it's one big ad. Yeah. Well, we want to get the download numbers, but we don't want to actually make you listen to it. So I think I think that's a reasonable compromise. Yeah. And, And if you could just like delete the episodes and redown them de- redownload them a few thousand times each that i'd really appreciate that yeah i i did talk to uh my my good friend kent who's now my coworker. um i talked to him about i i got off work yesterday and i was like time to go listen to icp and he's like yeah <laughs> i don't listen to the show anymore man oh <laughs> uh. he's like i was an avid listener for garth and i was like that makes sense but on the plus side, we've gotten so many ICP people. IC people. You, do um, you see people? Dead people or all people? Or cl- every single one of them. IC clown people. Yeah, that that uh, sort of makes sense. Our download yeah. numbers have tanked a little bit since we started talking about ICP. Yeah, I think it was a you know it was a risky artistic move of us, and we should be applauded. We're brave. Yes. <laughs> We're brave. We're the most courageous we're of artists. About these wicked, wicked clowns. Yes, man, we uh, were able to like really academicize it up and like get in our ivory towers and all that shit. In the first couple episodes, and then we just started getting into this, the slog of these wicked clowns. Yeah, uh, I like this one pretty well, though. It's all Did right. You like this album, it's all right. Uh, there's a couple fucking bops in it. Yeah, like, a couple of these songs are really bangers. fun. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, Mighty Death Plops from 2011. <laughs> uh, oh, God. More like Mighty Death Stops. <laughs> Just I, kidding. It's good. I actually did type uh, Mighty Death Plops into Wikipedia, and I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, it was released in August 2012. Oh. Uh, that, oh, that was, uh, I was hanging out with you on that date, I believe. Aw. Yeah, I was on my way to moving to Boston. Because I'm shipping up to Boston oh, <laughs> to find my wooden leg. Sing the rest. I'm a sailor, man. Climbing up the top sails. I don't know this reference. Uh, the Dropkick Murphys? Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, like Celtic punk. I'm more of a fan of the um, of the punt O'Toole's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's pretty good. I was gonna say I'm I'm more of a fan of the free free throw O'Connors. <laughs> uh, O'Toole's better though. That's that's a that's a good one. Plenty of tool. The mighty death pop. The mighty death prop. It's yeah, it's not bad. It's okay. I mean, it's like I don't know. There's some f- really fun songs. Overall, it's a lighter tone than the last yeah. one. Uh, there's a, much more like of a return to exaggerated fun style violence rather than the sadistic yes. like dark bullshit. But there's some really dark stuff on this album too, in a not great way. Uh, yeah, it's dude. also the last album to feature Mikey Clark. Oh, yeah, Mikey. Hey, Mikey, well, I think he I liked mean, it, Where did he, he didn't. Where did he go? Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Wikipedia says, for the album's music, Mikey Clark appropriated influences which range from the film scores of Danny Elfman to disco, rock, and horrorcore. 
And uh, before I listened to the album, I read on Wikipedia that Joseph Bruce, Violent J, stated that the group would, quote, take all the anger we feel and have saved up and stored inside from all the crazy dissing of ICP and the Juggalos, and we're going to channel it all into the new album. So I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be the amazing Juggle Brothers all over again. Right, right. This isn't very angry. No, it's really not. Yeah, interesting. Um, man... There's a whole song about uh, Chris Benoit in here, isn't there? Yeah, I had did not know who that was. I had yeah, no me idea. neither. But, I looked uh, it up and I was like, I think I recognize him. But there's a couple Chris's. There's a Chris Brown song too. Oh my god, I I have mixed feelings about that one. Oh yes, me too. I do also. Yeah. All right. Well, we should start getting in the songs. Why don't we? Because we're about to. Mm. Do you have any other uh, general thoughts before we hit him up? No, let's do it. All right. Oh wait, I me. I actually have two two tiny little long one more thirty minute tiny little ones for five of those just just ten more thirty minute thoughts. Okay. Uh, one thing is that this album is only sixty three minutes long. Thank God. So they're getting a little shorter, but it still has too many songs. Um, oh God, the bonuses on this album. I thought the bonuses were bad on the last one where they released three different versions and each of them had like two songs that were different from the other ones more or less are there bonuses on this one there were three different versions of this album released and each one has an entire bonus album that goes with it oh my god one is an album of covers one is an album of remixes and the other one is i forget skits or something bullshit like that but yeah i i did notice that on the on the skype you know, box said it was like, you know, three hours Skype long or box something. Set? You mean Spotify? Mm, the, mm. Who, who's drunk now, Cameron? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. Um, yeah, there, there is a lot of like ICP expanding the scope of their songwriting subject matter here, which is kind of interesting seeing them be more ambitious but it usually just leads them into writing a bunch of vague lyrics that are not grounded in any kind of specifics. Right. Um, there's quite a few examples of that to talk about as we get into it. So yeah, let's ju- jump right in with the intro. This is actually a better intro than I remembered it. This is one of their better intro songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And this the skit's pretty funny. Um, and uh, there's it's similar to the last album in that there are three skits spread throughout the entire album. Um that are all interconnected, which I appreciate. They're not just like random skits, but I like these skits a lot more. And this first one is between Jeff and Don. And uh, Jeff says that he's going to uh, parkour. He's going to do a little parkour from one roof to the other. Don says, I don't know, Jeff, that's a... I prefer a little bit of a par five. (laughs) Okay. It's one better. (laughs) Um, I'm willing to completely derail you for the stupidest of jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Parkour's light? What else do we got? Oh, God. Um, hmm. Park. Park or 
something else? <laughs> Parkour, I hardly knew her. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> More like fartcore. Uh, Don says, I don't know, Jeff. That's a pretty big guarantee. If you don't make it, you're definitely dead. Um, he says, I guarantee you I can jump from this roof from, yeah, et cetera. Um, and he says, hold my chips, babe. And she says, don't do it, okay? And he says, watch me fly, bitch. <laughs> Which, I don't know why. Is, Who wrote this dialogue? Is it Tommy, Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. And uh, so he, you hear him run and jump. And uh, the sound effect of him landing is, like, pretty grisly. It's just, like, kind of realistic. It just sounds like a, like someone really fell. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but like not close up and then he's just starts screaming and that's what you heard at the beginning of the of the intro uh, and basically yeah this album is about the mighty death pop who is the second joker's card and uh, the mighty death pop is this being that is sort of the grim reaper for um, careless people yep and this uh whole album is all the skits are sort of like darwin awards style deaths oh good call that is a good reference yeah yeah it's just people who uh die and kind of deserve it because they're so goddamn stupid this actually reminded me of the song um the lonely island came out with the song yolo Mm, oh i don't know if i know that one it uh features adam levine and kendrick lamar Mm. Um, and, uh, I believe they put it on SNL, but, um, basically it subverts the typical meaning of YOLO, which is sort of a, like, you know, live your life to the fullest, um, which, which is to say, you know, take risks and enjoy yourself, you live, know, laugh, love, et cetera. Yeah. Etc. Uh, but, you know, in this song, they're like, you know that we are still young, so don't be dumb. Don't trust anyone because you only live once. And it just sort of escalates throughout the whole uh, song. Um, there's no such thing as too much Purell. What? Uh, is, that a, is that a lyric from this song? Th- yeah, that's yeah. What? It's just like a, bu- a bunch of things. Always wear a chastity belt and triple lock it. Uh, higher taster, fuck? make him check your food for poison. How did it's I a miss fun- that? Yeah. Um, and uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, does like a really oh, oh, short. Oh, you're, you're quoting the, the song YOLO. I thought yeah. you were talking about this intro song. I was like, how the yeah. fuck did I miss that? That would have no, really stood out to me. So, it, yeah, it's, it's basically this... The Mighty Death Pop is is sort of like that, and this 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 song is mm-hmm. kind of like the YOLO song. Um, just saying, uh, yeah, don't be careless. There's a line about having your nuts out. What is it? Where's the where's the line about your nuts? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It. Uh, is it? It's not in this song. It's in a different one. Oh, is it in the next one? I think it might be in the next one because that really like fleshes out the the themes, and that's oh, a good segue de- into the yeah. next one, which is called the Mighty Death Pop. No need to heed the hell with caution. Increase the speed. Push it and press the rest. Run up and tell you and bomb the dress. You crazy? Don't care about nothing. We'll see when that coffee shine. When the mighty death- 
funky guitar playing. Great, like disco shit. Oh yeah, great groove. This this was the song that like um, made us pull through. Like it p- pulled us through our our worst ICP slump. Yeah, knowing knowing that we had this to look forward to. I was like, I want to quit listening, and you're like, but what about this song? Yeah, it's like, okay, this is really good. It's great. This is everyone such go a cool listen groove. to the whole thing. Yeah, the whole song, not the whole album, but the, at least no. this whole song. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a couple other ones. Um, so this is the Mighty Death Pop. It explains the concept of the album. Uh, or as I typed it for some reason when I was typing my notes up, the mighty death Pope. So <laughs> basically ICP is finally entering their mid twenties in terms of maturity. As violent J put it in an interview, some people play games with their own mortality. They try and impress their friends by doing outrageous stunts and taking stupid chances with death. They gamble playing with your life certainly can be attractive because of all the attention the pats on your back and everybody saying how brave and fucking crazy you are. Almost seductive in some ways. Uh, when you take big chances with your life, you're obviously not considering the very real possibility of the death pop enough. It's all good and exciting until pop. Then the fun instantly dies. Shut off. The sudden blackout. The death pope doesn't torture these reckless souls. He just suddenly pulls their plug out. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> there's There's a little bit of like a tinge of moralizing kind of self-righteousness to this where it's like you dumbasses you're so stupid you died you should have been less dumb which seems yeah a little ironic especially considering icp's whole aesthetic and how much they delight in kind of stupidity for its own sake yeah yeah it's funny like how fun this song is considering that it's just all about caution yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is uh, almost, it's like the, the, the safety dance for the 2010s. <laughs> Everybody look at your hands. You know, that Let dance your... wasn't nearly as safe as they said it was. <laughs> Let your balls hang out if you want to, but don't cry when they get kicked. So is that from the safety dance or is that from the Mighty Death Pop? <laughs> Fat lyric. <laughs> Let your balls hang out if you want to, but don't <laughs> cry when they get kicked. <laughs> I don't remember those lines, but okay. The black got sudden into your party. The mighty death pop happens quick. Doesn't quite work. <laughs> Works enough for me. <laughs> I want you to record it. Just get like a karaoke backing track and just sing the lyrics to this song to that. Fair use, motherfuckers. <laughs> Is it fair use if you just take one song's lyrics and just put it on another song? Yeah, Is that it's a, a parody. It's a, it's a smash em up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it falls under parody or fair use or something. Hmm. You know, I don't think this line has very many good... I'm sorry. I don't think this song has very many good rhymes or lines, necessarily. Yeah. It's just really, really catchy. And I don't even. I didn't even really listen to the words uh, when I mm-hmm. first listened to it. Uh, I think just the, the delivery of the vocals is really catchy. It's not yeah. really rap. It, it feels... This is a little bit of a stretch, but it feels more like B fifty two style, like rock lobster, like like that mm. style. You know what I mean? What's that German term Love for Shack when you like? What's that German term for like half singing, half talking? Do you know what I'm talking about, Mister no. uh, Mister Composition Major? The, the, you mean this is like a classical music term? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying this song is just like classical music. Yeah. It's like an operetta. It's got that Alberti bass in the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't 
understand that reference, but I'm nodding along sagely so that people think I'm smart. <sighs> it's the one that goes doody 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 That's like a piano bass line. Anyway, is that just octaves? Uh, no, it's like one five three five one five three five. Oh, what? They're just playing the chord like the dumbest major chord notes. Okay. Yeah. It's Beethoven. What do you want? Bach didn't mess around with that shit. No, Bach was better than that. Yeah. Um. So this is this is a yeah very Bach like uh, piece. <laughs> um. When the mighty Beth, uh, fuck. mighty Beth pop. <laughs> when the mighty there's, Death Bach. There's probably a juggalette out there named Beth, who uh. just like sings along to this as the mighty Beth pop. <laughs> it's cute. I like it. There's some kind of fun writing in the chorus. It goes with the mighty death pop. Everything stops. You either rise or drop, which is kind of like a an interesting way to characterize the situation there, where you're uh, you do something stupid, and then the whole world stops and melts with you, and then either you're dead or you get up like a dumbass, and you're like, "Hooray, I did it!" Yeah, it's like a this would be a good song to play while while you're doing stupid college antics or something yeah like jackass love that show (laughs) i love how they're so goddamn mean to each other i love it when they jack that ass oh man that was the it was great there is that i think in one of the movies they like put a hot wheel up their butt and then they have to just like no i think they intentionally put a hot wheel up their butt and then go get an x-ray and just like, oh, and then film the doctor, like being like, why did you put a hot wheel up your butt? You could sounds, die. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Wow. What a prank. Yeah. They really got him. All right. Next song is called night of the chainsaw. So he wants you to upchuck. Yeah. <laughs> Cut him, upchuck somebody. Cut them and upchuck somebody. He doesn't care who, just somebody has to upchuck. Chuck is the name of Violent J's chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is the the character in this song. Um, he's, he's sort of like um, uh, Violent J's new best Bonchi. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> This is Night of the Axe, Night of the 44, but it's uh, Night of the Chainsaw. Yeah, this is probably this probab- song again. My, probably my favorite. I think these songs are getting better. Like they I, are. I, this is the best I like one. this song pretty well. Um, by as far, far as the, the best mer- one. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind it is kind of like upsetting. Like there's probably one of the one of the best murder verses. In regards to flow, petroleum, mm-hmm. inhale it and take a swig, heat my brains up, bake my wig, killing time with no shirt, homie. I love it when the blood squirt on me, walked up to the house, jabbed the door and kicked it in. My victim hid, stuck Chuck in the closet, and I can tell by the deposit I got my target. And then this line. Well, first of all, I think that's a really great couplet. The one about the closet. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like pretty good storytelling. Um, French poodle stomp it limp noodle 
Rev chuck up and stir the strudel. Guts mm-hmm. on the lawn. Fuck's going on. Chainsaw, chainsaw chuck till the break of dawn. Like, I think that's like a really good verse. Mm-hmm. Like, the his delivery in that's really good. And the storytelling, I think, is like pretty clever. And uh, it's less... It's less like what's the wackiest, you know, violence I can depict or the mm-hmm. most upsetting violence I can depict. And it's just sort of like, yeah, like a cleverly worded uh, rampage. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, he goes to that house, kills a person and their dog and then goes to a house party and goes crazy. Uh, and all of it while he's high on PCP meth and anti-depression pills and... Um, and he uh, smoked some rock as well. And uh, but it wasn't a rock; it was a rock lobster. <laughs> Ooh, scoot it up! Uh, bloody feet, no shoes, into a party. I wasn't invited, but that bitch ignited. Yeah, chop the fools in half. Have you ever used a chainsaw? I was gonna ask you that question. I have. Have you? Yes. Oh, we had a chainsaw. Ooh. We had a chainsaw growing up. And I, Wait, and I chopped cha- some wood. How, how much it. did the chainsaw grow up? Uh, did it get it bigger? Got, it got real big. Oh shit! That's terrifying. And then, and then we had to flush it down the potty. <laughs> oh man, all those chainsaws in New York sewers. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrifying. You don't want to go down there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, the the main time Someone I should used make a one. PSA. <laughs> The main time that I used a chainsaw was I was at my uh, great aunt's place on a super rainy day and there were a bunch of fallen trees and I was scrambling around on top of these wet, slippery trunks, just cutting them up with a chainsaw. And I was really nervous that I was going to slip and cut my own back off. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really scary. It was really dangerous. I should not have done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also just like got a bunch of angles that felt very close to my feet. yeah in retrospect i should have not done that maybe yeah i'm glad you're whole (laughs) which which hole which hole are you most glad of all of them is it my mouth hole because i say all the funny jokes and stuff yeah yeah (laughs) that's the one most frequently important to me (laughs) in our in in this stage of life in this stage of life yeah earlier on it was a different one let me tell you um Let's talk about Chris Benoit balls. On autopilot cruising, haywire, crashed, virus, pull your tongue out with pliers, press my No longer serious, lost all control, manipulation, it won't let me go. The pain exploded, the pressure burst. So I was not being very good about preparing for this album or writing synopses. So thank you, Genius, for getting my back. Because they say inspiration for the song came from the wrestler with the same name, Chris Benoit Balls, who murdered his wife and son before committing suicide in 2007. ICP broadly alludes to the murders in the lyrics, but they've said it's more about suddenly losing one's sanity and eclipsing in violence rather than about the murders themselves. Eclipsing in violence? I don't think that's how you use that word. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the song pertains to the album's overall concept, which teaches us to respect the life we've been given and to do our best to avoid an early death. It sounds like it sounds like a duty. When you phrase it that way, it sounds like a uh, something like a communist child would recite. Yeah, 
<laughs> um, seize the means of production. <laughs> That's step number one. And step yeah. number two is respect the life you've been given and do your best to avoid an early death. Yeah. And step number three is procreate and overwhelm the capitalist pig dogs. <laughs> um, and wear cool hats. Oh, hell yeah. And and pretty freaking great jackets, too. I mean, let's not mince words here. Mm. Hell yeah. Or And like Soviet overalls? Man. <laughs> I used to be a big time overall boy. Uh, the... <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say something. I was overall... An overall boy. Uh, All over. Did you yes. ever wear underoos in your overalls? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what those are. What are those? I've heard know. the term and it's hilarious. <laughs> is there uh, anything like a union suit? Uh, is underoos... Okay, I guess I'm... This is what we're doing now. Are we going to... <laughs> are we going to Wikipedia? Oops, I accidentally typed underoos porn. Fuck. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> it's just it it just pop, it just popped oh. up in the auto search. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Wonder Woman underoos. I don't want to hmm. I just well, you tricked me into looking at a pair of 7-year-old's panties. So, thanks for that, I guess. And now we're on lists. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! It's a brand of underwear underwear primarily for children, produced by the Fruit of the Loom company. Um, it, it it looks like he's just like undies, like themed undies with matching shirts. Don't say undies. Oh, that's an awful well, word. I don't think so. Ugh. Yes, it is. It's infantilizing. Uh, shudder. That's a great segue to our new sponsor, Me Undies. <laughs> me under underoos. <laughs> They're branching out. They're it's a collaboration with the Fruit of the Loom Company. Yeah. So this no, song... we we can only get the third party my underwear, <laughs> my underwear? <laughs> the brand my underwear, <laughs> extreme me undies restraints. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's about some dude who goes crazy and kills his wife and child. So yeah, yeah. it's not very well written either. This is some of that vague writing I was talking about. They say shit builds up, fills up, too much goes overboard. Oh Lord, pressure stored, exploded, unloaded. I had to. It's really bad too. Went cuckoo, gone mad, dude. Grab at and stab fools. Who knew? Sad news. Ugh. I feel like that would. That's like something I would have read from one of my students back when I was teaching writing on like one of their first assignments. <laughs> where it's it's just all so vague and uh, undefined, and it's all, this mixture of like half formed metaphors. Like shit builds up, fills up. Too much goes overboard. Like no no don't say that. Just focus on one thing and make it specific. Uh, just shut up forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like ICP previous to this has had so many great specifics in their lyrics. They've like been really good about that yes. most of the time, and I've really appreciated that. Um, there's some like. They they keep doing this thing um, where they have the like the like digital stuttering like ah um, yeah in here and it's it's super creepy. Hmm. It it reminds me of I think there's a bunch of that in Altered Carbon. Friend of the show Ar- Altered Carbon <laughs> <laughs> gets brought up a lot, but there's like what, friend of the show Walter Carbon. Yeah. 
that's, that's my favorite uh, Breaking Bad spinoff, Waltered Carbon. <laughs> that's a much better title. <laughs> I don't really have anything much more to say about this. You want to talk about the Blasta? You are going to have to synopsize it, though. Mm-hmm. My hand up early in the AM. Kurt set the bus stop, snuck up. One plus stuck him in the temple. Simple disaster. That was the debut of the Bully The Blasta. The Bully Blasta. Mm-hmm. Um, Violent J murders bullies. He out bullies the bullies. Yeah, um, the only thing that can stop a bully is a, a good man who's a bully. <laughs> uh, a good guy with a bullying attitude. Yes. And behavior. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Jay takes us back to when he was 13, getting bullied in school. Kurt Green. Um, and uh, I guess he would, he spit on the back of his head and punched him. So he murders him with an ice pick. See, these are the kinds of specifics I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> these, they're like these great little specific details. It's like, come yeah. on. And e- even before that, there's a little, there's a, a quatrain where he says, daddy has a gun in his closet way up in a black box. It's too bad though, because he locks it along with all of his crack rocks. Yeah. So those are, that's like really good writing compared to the yeah. last song. And it's like, yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I'm 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 on board with that. So he murders Kurt Green. Um, then he enlists in the army. A little a few years later, and he gets bullied by a big old jock, and uh, he kills him in his sleep by slicing his throat with a straight blade razor. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward a little more, and he finds out that his son is following in his footsteps, killing all his bullies and then jay is inspired to kill again when his abusive boss um like hits on his wife and uh and when he can when he confronts him about it uh the boss threats to fire him so he like throws him out the out of a tall building you can't get fired if you kill your boss yeah taps head Uh, yeah. So nobody can touch you. You're untouchable. If you kill your boss, I mean, I don't make the laws. Try and fire me. It's double jeopardy, bitch. Uh, yeah. If you go to, if you go to jail and never get technically fired, do you still work there? (laughs) And you'll be, you'll continue drawing a paycheck the entire time. (laughs) Take, take, take advantage of the, of the, of the bureaucracy. Yeah. Loopholes. Um, uh, Bully Blasta. This, um, yeah, I don't know what function this, this song serves, if it's sort of a catharsis for people who get bullied. Um, ultimately, these days, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like, uh, victims of bullying or, like, having a victim attitude seems to be really, really destru- destructive and dangerous. Um... <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what this song is is saying. Uh, you know about... Um, we're recording this a uh, couple days after the walkout, the student walkout. Yeah. To the Parkland shooting. And there's this whole sort of 
counter movement to the walkout, which was walk up, which is saying uh, kids should walk up to students who are loners and, um, you know, who are maybe marginalized or picked on or, you know, uh, but most people, and I think within good reason, uh, have responded to that counter suggestion with like, why are you putting (laughs) kids lives? Uh, why are you blaming these victims for, for not being friendly enough to, (laughs) right. Yeah. To, to loners. I mean, I'm not saying kids shouldn't walk up and like go outside the comfort zone and meet, uh, other people, but not so that they don't die. <laughs> That's not <Yeah>. their fault. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. This song rubbed me the wrong way for that reason. And yeah, it's uh, just like a vigilante justice fantasy. Yeah, and and I'm start I'm starting to feel like it's uh, yeah. This whole I'm an outsider is feeling like more and more pandering, especially the farther away. ICP gets from um, high school and being high school and being actual outsiders. I mean, they've been like the leaders of an entire movement for a decade or more at this point. Yeah. Worshipped essentially. Yeah. So So. yeah, now that like, yeah, that they're, they're cool within their own fringe group. uh, Yeah. It feels like no one has an excuse anymore to, to you know with the internet and uh with um the rules changing about who's cool or not yeah <laughs> you know uh did you did you hear the news that nerds is being cool now yes and comic bo- and comic books man fuck that shit sports <laughs> for life <laughs> <laughs> jocks represent there's this uh there's this great um parks and rec uh that becca showed me and it was i think um what's aziz ansari's character's name tom tom he 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 says to he says to scott scott ackerman fuck who's the character who's played by adam scott probably not scott huh it's ben ben he says to ben like (laughs) his name is scott adams he that'd be pretty good i'd like that he He created dilbert something and then he became a fascist or something he says something along the lines of like hey uh say some say something nerdy to impress this guy or something like that and ben says like um well like the lines of you know who's like uh, like it's cool to be a nerd now um and it's mainstream so like i don't really like agree with the premise of what you're suggesting suggesting and uh and ben's just like that's exactly what I'm talking about. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. yeah, let's, yeah, let's go on to the next one. And we, <laughs> we spent enough time not talking about that song. Let's not talk yeah. about this one. It's called kick and kick in. Kick fast. Cross face. Whiplash. Not out cold. You see the quick flash. Legs busy as fuck. Like Mr. Crab's feet. Ninja suit, sweet roundhouse foot. Yeah, I'm a ninja suit. Ninja suit. <laughs> this is like so silly. Yes, it's way too slow and plodding. It's more like the Mighty Death plod. Um, but it does open with a sample from a ninja movie, which 
is like dubbed with an Australian accent, I think. That's really bad dubbing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, here, let me play it. Why must you challenge me? It's fate. <laughs> it's fate. And I have to prove myself to all ninjas that I'm the best around. <laughs> then you've got to defeat me first. <laughs> Sure. sure. That, that, that kid sounds like uh, Davy, like from Davy and Goliath. Or he does. <laughs> yeah. Such a weird voice. He puts like five extra Australian vowels into each uh, each vowel that he says. Mm. Um, so love anyway, to my, love to my Australian old time buddies. Yeah, more like old time. <laughs> right. Uh, yep. So basically, y'all, this y'all is, talk funny. <laughs> yeah. We think you talk, we talk like, normal. We you talk, talk normal. funny. You talk dumb and stupid, <laughs> and and funny, and we make fun of it. So this song is Australian ninja song. It's basically the ICP version of that one Diantvard song about being a ninja. You know that one? Enter the ninja. Uh yes, enter the ninja. Of course. Except that I song forget? has way better rapping. And uh, and I think I think it has the one guy from Dion Ford like wearing one of those uh, prawn arms from District Nine, I think. <laughs> and at one point he has like a uh, like this weenie bodysuit that he wears where it like hangs down. Or maybe that's Evil Boy. Oh my God, Evil Boy! That song what is a crazy, crazy song. Yeah. With a bonkers music video. Anyway, yeah. this is a boasting song that has like a, a ninja theme applied to it. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's some fun little lines like how they still like fat ladies. He says, quick kick, turn your head like it's a thick chick. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there's a what shout out to Dolomite, just like from Big Money Hustlers. Yes. Because for those of you who haven't, Heard our bonus episode about Big Money Hustlers because you're a bunch of freeloaders and you haven't paid us any money. Yeah, uh, fuck you. And fuck you and stop listening. Just like That's my catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. For all of our fans, from from our deepest heart of hearts to your ears, fuck you. Um, so there's a shout out to Dolomite because Dolomite was actually, well, the actor who played him was in Big Money Hustlers, appearing as Dolomite. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're buds. They're buds. They smoke buds together. Wire, neck, pull, slice, kill him. Finish my bowl of rice. <laughs> There's actually some good... Uh, that, that whole verse is actually pretty well written. Claw yeah, to the neck, shaggy. chop to the skull. Haul for the rest and I'm dropping them all. Paw to the jaw, fall to a crawl. Shadow on the wall was all that he saw. Wire, neck, pull, slice, kill him. Finish my bowl of rice. Assassination, you know the price. Shikau like dolomite. Shikau. Shikau. Is Kiya a, a thing that's actually in like ninja movies? Um, I think it's like a variant on people something people say Haya. Karate Haya. Yeah. But maybe they actually say Kiya. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Are you gonna talk about the the little skit at the end of this? Mm, nope. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I was listening very closely to it. Uh, I I have the lyrics right. The lyrics to the, the lyrics skit. of the skit. The script. It's a song skit. Um, it's uh, it's it's a a war scene, and someone wants to go play hero, and uh, they um, I think I think they like step on some landmines. 
Oh, and then yeah. His, his fellow soldiers are like, what an idiot. He says the path is probably infected with landmines. Yeah. I don't know if that's... You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> huh. You yeah. two bitches stay here. Watch a real man do the damn thing. <laughs> oh, this is a this is another one of those skits where the person dies because they're so stupid. They stupid yes. themselves to death. Yep. He got his clock deathed. Yes, he did. All right, enough of this song. Let's talk about the next one, which is Buzuki Joseph. <laughs> I grabbed the rockets. Beer truck in the scope, I locked it. Blew the wheels off and flipped it twice. I'm realizing with that suit, I'm nice and I'm dancing. Uh. With a goddamn bazooka. Bazooka. Okay, so um, Shaggy's grandpappy was a World War II vet, and he found his old bazooka, and uh, he messes around with it. And, uh, he eventually gets attacked by SWAT teams and raid vans, and he easily murders them all with his bazooka. He murderizes them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just, like, having a good time. Uh, is this the first low brass in ICP? I think so. It's got some great tubas and shit. Yeah, it's really catchy. Um, I'm not crazy about the song, but uh, I I like the production pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and the whole time when he's messing around with his bazooka, he's dancing with it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining he's just sort of like firing it off and just doing a little doing a little groove mm-hmm. yeah it feels like a real like grand theft auto rampage you ever put on the cheat codes where you get like unlimited ammo and I've you're never, invincible i've never played grand theft auto oh really yeah is yeah. it actually fun it's ultra fun um, okay <laughs> i i never did like any of the missions but i just loved just basically driving around and then sometimes getting into firefights with cops and whatnot yeah just running around shooting people and you can set these cheat codes where you're invulnerable and you get unlimited ammo and just run around blowing everything up with a rocket launcher are you someone that likes the non-game part of the game hell yeah video games yeah that's why i love minecraft so much is because that's the entire game is the non-game part of the game (laughs) (laughs) it's the anti-game um so there's some really good annotations on this song on the genius. I I love this one where it, it <laughs> the intro goes, enjoy this tale of personal rejuvenation, redemption and scrubification as told by the great shaggy two dope. And the annotation on that line, that last line is a fitting choice of name, considering that both members of insane clown posse are called Joseph in real life. So done it again. You've done it again. Genius spelled it, it out for us idiots it takes a genius to come up with those kinds of annotations he's kind of indiscriminate about how he's just firing the bazooka around yeah dropped a shell in and fired it out across the street into the neighbor's kitchen and now half of their house is missing fuck yeah i grabbed the rocket spear truck and the scope i locked it blew the wheels off and flipped it twice <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a weird line i'll blow a fire truck smooth in half yeah i don't know about that Mm -hmm. um i also like that he comes up with a nickname for his bazooka i'm realizing with that zook i'm nice yeah 
Yeah. God, Zooks. It's a real Zook Zook riot. <laughs> oh, God. A Zook, there it is. Um, Shaggy's got some good rhymes. Call me the crater creator. Drop you like an elevator. Big hater. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So this song reminds me of... Have you ever heard the song, If I Had a Rocket Launcher? No. It was the that first... Sounds- Sounds really similar to this <laughs> it basically is um it's uh it actually kind of has an icp approach it's a song by bruce coburn who my dad is a huge fan really of. yeah do you know him bruce coburn i mean you introduced me to him oh really yeah okay yeah but it was one of his like first big hits it was his first explicitly political song he's like this folk rock singer songwriter and it's about being in guatemala i think and um and uh he like sees mistreatment happening and he mm. starts fantasizing like if i had a rocket launcher i'd make people pay i'd i'd retaliate i'd make some son of a bitch would die like it's this revenge vigilante fantasy that is it it feels pretty childlike like half of it feels sort of a uh, a legitimate just lashing out in a very understandable way told with some kind of compassion and half of it just feels like this very childlike viewpoint of all, all that needs to happen is for the bad guys to die and then all the problems are solved yeah yeah um but then uh the most disgusting thing happened about that song uh bruce coburn went to the canadian troops in afghanistan and performed the song for them and they gave him a rocket launcher to hold for a minute. Oh my god. And if there's a better image of baby boomers selling their souls, I don't know what it is. Oh my god. Yep. That is uh Isn't he like a Christian artist? What is he doing? Uh well, as if Christians weren't calling for the war. The the <sighs> multiple wars. So. I just yeah. thought that he was like an all, like a more of an alternative, like countercultural Christian artist. He is sometimes, I guess. Except for he loves his bazookas. He loves warfare and blowing up all those brown people in the desert. Yep. All right, enough of this fucking song. Let's talk about oh god, shooting stars. Fell back dead, stuck smiling, eyes open as the night went. They thought he was just dazed, happy from all the excitement, but I killed him. What if I shot a star out the sky? Shooting star. A piggy has to have wings before it can fly. What if I killed him? What if I shot a can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting skies? I could really use a wish right now. You know that song? Yeah. Is that yeah. Chris Brown? No. <laughs> who is that what actually I, what, uh, I don't know oh like, that's a girl isn't it yes oh is definitely it definitely a, is it, a is it actually is it Rihanna <laughs> can't be right uh, it's, it's some sort of Rihanna it's <laughs> it's one of those Rihannas or whatever uh, <laughs> I don't think it is Rihanna like sings in a really particular way I think it's mm, that's true another yeah so first, first, first time you Anna, and then you just do it over again, and you re Anna. <laughs> regarding Anna, <laughs> forward, forward, <laughs> regarding Anna. Anyway, so this song is an, yet another like 
vigilante fantasy song. And this speaking one, speaking of Rihanna, yeah, speaking of Rihanna, that's why I brought her up. Actually, so Violent J has these sort of adolescent fantasies, almost like White Knight fantasies about shooting Chris Brown. He hates that Chris Brown still has a career after Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna. Um, he specifically calls out Bruno Mars and the Grammys for enabling Chris Brown's bullshit. Um, it's just, and it's, it's really ponderous and serious and yeah, I don't know. There, there've been times where they've called people out in a more enjoyable way. And this just feels like a very dark kind of unsettling song. Yeah, they they sort of like reveal their it's it's more about his anger than it is about um protecting women. It's Yeah. It, yeah, it feels well, you know, like the Taken, if you've heard of oh, Taken or God. seen Taken. I have seen you know, that's the worst fucking movie. People a lot of people like that movie, but it's such bullshit. Yeah, so the main issue well, there's a lot of issues with Taken. A lot like, of issues. I think I think the main issue with Taken is that it's the epitome of, um, uh, excuse me, epitome of burping. Uh, it's the epitome of um, women are men's property, so uh, men need to protect their their property. Yeah. Basically, you took a woman from me, so I'm going to um, come and kill you. I have a very um, particular set of skills. Yeah. Misogyny, so it, possessiveness, <laughs> psychopathic yeah. Uh, masculine violence. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's sort of a, a strange subversion where it's like by protecting women in this way, um, you are you are objectifying them. Yeah. Well, let's not also forget that it's also the epitome of xenophobic Jack Bauer torture, yes. like violent fantasies from Americans. Yes. Also that. Also very troubling. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's sort of the issue with this song. And uh, let me read a couple lines about that. I guess I'll let you. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's the biggest issue in this song. The bitch forgave him, but he's still got to die to me. No, 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 no. I think... Oh, shit, that's actually darker than I took it. I thought... You think it was Bruno Ma- Mars? I think he's calling Bruno Mars a bitch, because the line previous says, Bruno Mars on stage, cameras live, TV. Says that. That bitch... Yeah, that bitch forgave him, but he still got to die to me. Interesting. Mm. And I got really indignant thinking, like, who the fuck does Bruno Mars think he is for thinking he can forgive Chris Brown beating the shit out of Rihanna? But right. uh, now I want to look it up. Yeah, I, I would be kind of... Sur- I, I thought he was saying that uh, Rihanna forgave him, so I don't really know. Oh, fuck, she totally did. Oh, no. Rihanna tells Oprah she forgives, still loves Chris Brown. No. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Uh, so, obviously, you know, obviously that sucks. Uh, but yeah. all that being all that being said, uh, it's... I think it's, yeah, it's still problematic. It's ultimately the song is about male violence, um, mm-hmm. judging other male violence. 
Yep. So, My male violence is justified, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of that kind of sentiment on this yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. Not not especially impressed. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's fuck, get on. Fuck, fuck Chris Brown. Well, yeah, obviously. That's, yeah. That should go without saying. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on to a song we actually do like with Juggalo Juice. Mm. Like Joey and Big Joe Bruce. What it up, kid? I'm about to. Moon Miss Blue, here's what you do. Throw it up in the sky to suit that bitch. Slap it up silly and boot that bitch. I got my mind on my Fago and my Fago on my mind. Ah, uh, so fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey. Those uh those those responses in in the group vocals are so fun. So yeah. delightful. Yeah. The rhythm is really clever. It's like musically pretty good. Mm-hmm. The intro uh is this me? I got lost. Yes, yes, it okay. is. Okay, so the intro, I think, is it sounds like it's Legs Diamond again. He's, I you know, doing, think so, yeah, doing his commercial thing, his old timey commercial voice, and he's just naming, he's really good at that. Yeah, it's spot on, and he's just naming flavors, um, you know, which start normal cola, black cherry, root beer, and then red pop, <laughs> and then he gets the to mighty ra- red pop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Fago, Candy Apple, sixty forty. I don't know what that one is. We got to drink uh, some Fago. It's, it's Mad Dog, okay. but it's 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 triple of one half of Mad Dog and double of the other. Gotcha. That's 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 a a, a mad a math dog joke. <laughs> mad Dog <laughs> Mathematics. We give you, you know. Math Dog. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about, right? MD twenty yeah. twenty. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's it's hobo uh, junk wine from oh, the grocery okay. store. I got a bottle when I lived in Newburgh. I guess you weren't around when I was drinking it by myself <laughs> late at night watching Venture <laughs> Brothers, crying into my pillow. Uh, good times. <laughs> oh, I mean, hypothetically. <laughs> uh, hypothetically, one could do that, yes. Apparently, there's a chocolate cream pie. Mm, sign me juggalo up. Juggalo juice. So, yeah, this song is... Uh, let me just put that into Pornhub real quick. <laughs> God. Should I leave? Should I type Fago into it or leave it out? <laughs> I bet there's got to be some Fago porn. I mean, there is some Hell Fago yeah. porn in this song. <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty, pretty fun. Um, uh, two in each hand, flake out and shake. My nut bag tastes like Fago grape. <laughs> well, how does he Ex- know what it tastes well, like? He does a lot of stretches. <laughs> is he is he, do, is he pulling a Steve Bannon on himself? He's you know do you know that 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 hot new craze that's Fago yoga? <laughs> Fagoga. <laughs> yeah. I uh I I watched a Huff post viral video about it. Mm-hmm. Um shit, I stay sticky. Fuck the soap. Orange pop all on my dick, please, though. <laughs> I mix Very it, good. fix it, fuck, I kicks it off them titties. I got to lick it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did he really put a question mark in there? Off no. them titties? No, that's the, how I read all lyrics. <laughs> uh, yes, I have noticed that. Yeah. You millenniums and your rising intonation. Yeah. 
Other titties? Fago? Um, there's a there's a great little um little uh Fago hack in here, cooking hack. Marinate your steak and bake Fago cake. I don't know if you're familiar with like diet coke cake. Uh, oh, I have not heard of that. So this is the thing where you just take boxed cake and you just put a can of diet coke in it and I guess it makes perfect cake. I've actually had this before and Wait, just doesn't the can like- explode when you bake it? Mm. <laughs> uh no. Oh. Okay. It's not it's not like putting it in like a chicken. <laughs> which I guess is also a thing. Yes. Uh no, you just pour it out. Um, and it, you you pour it you pour it out and then you put the yeah. empty soda can into the cake mix. <laughs> it's an empty can in the cake mix, you dummy. Oh, uh, okay. For a hot dry great. cake mix. Sign me up. Um <laughs> Uh, marinate your steak. It's pretty good. I'm pretty sure people like put pop on soda. Uh, pop on soda. I bet you Donald Trump I mean. does that and then eats it well done with ketchup. Oh God. There's some really. There's a. I, here, here's a good line. I wonder if this has ever happened at an ICP concert. Too much juice shorts out the power. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being at a Juggalo show and they're spraying Fago everywhere, and all of a sudden oh the God. power goes out. That's hilarious. I, love, I like I like this line this line sugar rain insane flavors colors. Yeah. There's yeah. some really actually Violent J has maybe one of his best flows ever. Fago storms rain and thunder no need to wonder it's too much fun to just unwind put yourself under the trance pour some down your pants hump it hit it get with it bust a nut and be geeked you did it precious peach <laughs> and bubblegum pop no need for a mop cuz we don't stop. Yeah, it's delightful. Can't stop, won't stop. Not until you get enough, anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, in in the outro, Legs Diamond is doing his commercial voice again, naming more regional varieties of Fago, according to yeah. the genius. And one of them is apparently Jive Turkey Tonic. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's a real one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. looking it up right now. Uh-huh. Jive turkey. While you tonic. do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story from the annotations about the origin of ICP's uh, Fago obsession. It arises from an incident amidst a concert. Amidst a concert? I don't think that's how you use that word. Uh, when Jay tried to save his Fago by clonking his partner in the head with a two-liter. Moments later, it devolved into a war, and Fago was flying everywhere. Uh. Yeah. Did you find is it? Is this is this really? Uh, let me let me search it. It can't be real, right? Jive. Apparently, it's an apex signature flavor. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. This sounds good though. Licorice Larry Lager. I hardly knew him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get let's keep let's keep it moving. Let's get it. oh yeah. Here's the best wanna... song. <laughs> Here's the best song they've ever done. It's called Hate Her. Everything you say to me. Oh, God. But it's a thousand times worse than that, that song. It's a, it's a similar like juvenile 
sentiment, but it's much worse. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so out of patience. I'm done with this hateful bullshit, especially directed towards women. I yeah. don't even want to like make jokes about it or okay. explain why it's wrong. This it's just a possessive misogynist song about how violent Jace thinks this woman should belong to him. Uh, cause he is attracted to her, falls in love with her or something and she yeah. doesn't belong to him. And so he hates her to death and he phrases it pretty threateningly that way to yeah. death. Yeah. Something about, um, uh, I see her wings and halo often. I'd be happy with her in a coffin. Ugh. Yeah. It's sort of that, um, it's kind of like that three days grace song. Uh, Uh Oh, I don't like where this is going. (laughs) Uh, I already forgot the lyrics. Never mind. It's a dumb song. Great. Yeah. Great story. Mark scream. All right. Tell me about scream. So yeah, this is just a song about how ICP is, you know, crazy and supernatural. And um, I don't think it... Did you see any, like, actual theme to this song? Um, well, he blows out his mattress fucking fat chicks. Yeah. So that's a theme. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just a boasting song. And it has some... Um, yep. It has some guest rappers. This seems to be a thing when you have a guest rapper on, you don't necessarily have any control over what they rap about. So the yeah. song can't necessarily have a central premise. But yeah. uh, I I like the guest rappers a lot. That's that's sort They're of great. all. It's it's always kind of the issue with when ICP. I, I made the mistake yesterday of um, starting off the day listening to MF Doom. Oh, yeah. And uh, but before I listened to this, oh. and I was just like, Aww. "Ah, shucks! <laughs> I got wow. I got to stop listening to good rap before I." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I was well, I was listening to Aesop Rock, and then Spotify just took it to MF Doom, and I was just like, "Ah, so much good hip hop! Time to listen to the mighty Death Pop." <laughs> mm. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, Hobson's uh, verse is great. He has these really fun lines. I ain't about shit, but a lot of nonsense. Yeah, I'm an asshole, ho, when I'm not sincere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is rhyming with stick your tongue out when my cock is near. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the rhyme. Um, and he, he, calls his, he, call, he calls his member uh, his penis. I'll just read this real quick. Wait. I'm a psycho... So I never want to chill. I figure by looking at me that you would know the deal. Uh, I think he says it more like dill. Dill. I, I think you know dill this weed. dill. That's what I call my dick. <laughs> Yo, get on this dill. <laughs> now I'm on this dill. I use it in um, cooking. My penis is hard. Why don't you come and feel? Oh my goodness, it's coming. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, premature Tech ejaculation is pretty pretty good. good. Yep. He he says uh, motherfuckers in it. Yes, he does. Which is sweet. Yeah. Aw. 
Yeah. He's very indulgent of ICP's bullshit. He makes up an acronym, um, O-W-H-H, off with his head. O-W-H-H. Yeah. Really? How does he pronounce that? He just says O-W-H-H. He just says, yeah. Okay. Does it have to be a word if it's an acronym? Uh, Oh, I think if you want to be super, super pedantic about it, yes. All right. Wait, I don't, I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. It's it, it's either acronym or initialism, and one of them is when you sound out the letters, and one of them is where it becomes a word. I think acronym is the one where it becomes a word. Oh like man, laser. So what? You could cut this out if you want to, but when I was fixing um, my work's uh, music theory curriculum, uh, the previous writer of it uh, referred to every good boy does fine and all of the other mnemonic devices in uh, music theory um, as acronyms. <laughs> it, it made me so fucking mad. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, the, it's like the, it's, it's the a, reverse. It's, like, it's, it's an anti acronym. Yeah, it's, it's, li- it's literally the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. More like acronym. Acronymonics. Yeah. May, it made me feel very acrimonious. Mm. Okay. Next song is called Ghetto Rainbows. But easy to miss Rubbers on the sidewalk Use syringes Stuck in a hotel Two week benches Look high in the sky To remind you Even if you lost Rainbows will find How you How fuck could this be? There's a rainbow In the sky So this is basically A ghetto version Of miracles About how even when you're in the ghetto and surrounded by this urban blight and poverty and despair, you can look up in the sky and there's still birds chirping and blue skies. And then there's a rainbow and it's a miracle and it's magic. And that'll happen until environmental degradation gets so bad and pollution gets so bad that you can't even see the sky. Mm-hmm. And then only the rich people will get miracles. It'll be a real Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. yeah. Ha, beat you to it. Well, we said it at the same time. Yep. Uh, he says, gunshots heard, killers are lurking, yet I can still hear the birds are chirping. This world ain't meant for us. So much bliss, but easy to miss. Aw. It's real precious moments. Yeah, uh, Shaggy, though, um, warns that don't get distracted by the rainbow, which I think is an interesting little aside in this song. Uh, yeah. If you see a rainbow, look quick. Potholes will wreck your shit. <laughs> don't get caught <laughs> dreaming, I hope. Gun co- and there's gun cocking sound. Your head might get locked in a scope, and then a gunshot sound effect. If you mm-hmm. stand in there looking at a rainbow, you might wonder where'd your brains go. For every <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> How are you going to wonder that? Um, for everyone that want to see you succeed, a hundred mole want to see you bleed. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting little. A uh, little moment in this, so it. it yeah. I feel like it kind of subverts the larger meaning of the song, but I don't know to what effect. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I feel like it's a little dose of realism in. Yeah. Violent J's sort of childish idealism. He yeah. said, "Violent J says rainbows don't hate or discriminate. It's mankind's fate to create mistakes." It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, isn't there an Elvis song called In the Ghetto that's kind of like this? In the ghetto. Isn't there like a rainbow that beams into the ghetto or something? Uh, I don't know if that happens in that song. What is that song about again? I've only heard some people sing in the ghetto apropos of nothing. And I'm Mm. just like, what are you saying? I've never heard the whole song. I know it's a song. (laughs) Oh, yes. In the ghetto by Elvis Presley. Let me just read all the lyrics real quick. Okay. In the ghetto. A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto. And his mama cries. Oh, this feels like pretty patronizing in a well-intentioned way. Yeah. So, uh, so empathetic. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this reminds you at all of, um, Wizard of the Hood? Uh, hmm. You mean in the ghetto or ghetto rainbow? Ghetto rainbow. Um, for for those of you who this is your first episode, I think in the very first ICP album there is a Wizard of Oz uh, parody, uh, and it's so long. It's so long and dumb and bad, <laughs> <laughs> like most of that album. Okay, let's go on to the next one. It's called "When I'm Clowning." Cause wicked shit, I'm blaming. I like the line mad hoes I'm springing they want my ding-a-ling-in and then there's some lady singers that say ooh let's fuck (laughs) 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 I like that pretty well he has such a delicate euphemism and they just go for it you know yeah this is you. Synopsize. Oh, okay. So, I mean, not that there's much to synopsize to this nah, song. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot to this song. Um, when ICP clowning, crazy stuff happens, like murder or um, things. In case you haven't gotten the message. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy 2 Dope. This is probably one of my favorite quatrains. When I'm clowning, I'm psycho illy. Snatch out your icy grilly, which is pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. I owes the mob a milli. About to a knock milli, off a Chili's. A milli, a milli. About to knock off a Chili's. That's good. Yeah, I owes the mob Amelie on DVD. Amelie. I am Amelie. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I highlighted in this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't. This it's like kind of a vague, non-specific, braggy brag song. With yeah. some goofy sound effects, not really even a chorus. Um, what's really confusing is that Genius says that Boondocks shows up on this one, but he or they are not in the version that I hear on Spotify. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it stops early. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's just the Spotify version or what. Yeah, so sorry, everyone. Sorry, we're <laughs> not being comprehensive for the first time. Uh, we yeah. failed you. We really, we're not really thinking inside the box set oh, this time. We're we're really stinking outside the box set. <laughs> more like, uh, uh, let's go on to dog catchers. For me, I need to do 
That music is actually So this is a whole song that's a diss on Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that guy's real name is, according to the genius, and that seems pretty plausible to me. Uh, they say, bigot, hoe, racist, fool, pedophile, name it, rolling in that Humvee late on the payment, arresting drunk fucks for 25 bucks, wearing nighttime sleeveless t-shirt tucks, sucks to be you, a fake Rambo with no gun. This is a shaggy verse because it's really good yeah. uh, on a technical level. Not even a stun one, you not in the run for yelling stop, but I don't, you beg, but I won't. You best go home and score an eight ball of dope. Not even a stun one. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty funny. <laughs> Using one as a um, uh, pronoun for, for gun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it rhymes. So much rhyme yeah. there. Internal So rhymes. a little bit of transphobia in here, huh? <laughs> a little bit of lots of transphobia. Yeah. A huge, tiny bit of enormous, a little, uh, just huge uh, transphobia. Yep. Uh, Violent J makes fun of, uh, makes fun of Dog's wife. Oh, wait, it, it's not just transphobia. There's prison rape jokes. Yep. Because men getting raped in prison is hilarious. Yep. I heard you got arrested and raped in Mexico. The way your blonde wig flow, they did you like a hoe. Oh. Who would be surprised if your wife had a dick? Not me. I halfway expect that shit. Um, so it's also kind of misogynist, too. So it's a real hat trick. Yeah. They really go for it. Which is a shame because uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter is, like, funny. And it's, the idea of making doing a diss track of him is funny. Is he a bad person? I don't know anything about him except that he is named after an animal. I... <laughs> Um, a ba- bounty I'm, hunters, I mean. I'm uh, yeah. I mostly know about him from South Park because there's an episode where Cartman just decides to be Dog the Bounty Hunter and he tries to evangelize to everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, he's like a Bible thumping Christian. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. So a good time was had by all. Yeah. So this, yeah, if this song wasn't so hateful and transphobic and misogynist and uh, prison rape rape joke makey, it would be pretty It'd fun. Be forgettable. <laughs> well, the music's actually pretty fun. Oh yeah, groovy. It's great. Yeah, I kind of like that. All right, next song is called Daisies. So Violent J survives the apocalypse long enough to see the Earth start to recover in the form of a daisy. It's Violent J's Wally. <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's what it was. I knew it was making me think of something. Yeah. Um, this is another like uh, low, growly, Violent J whisper song. And, uh, it's a real chore to listen to. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's probably one of the longer songs in here. 
Um, yeah, it's it it it's all just this one image. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, it's it's sort of a similar kind of like sentimental song as like miracles, but like even like less to chew on. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know what purpose it serves. Like, is it talk? Like, I don't know. It has nothing to do with the album's concept. <laughs> and nothing to do with that. Um, and yeah, is it just talking about? like the power of life and or something like i don't know what the purpose is of talking about the apocalypse but then it's not the apocalypse anymore i don't know the i mean does it doesn't do any good yeah, with it it seems like a real i was gonna say first draft but it's more like a half draft yeah and it has it, some pretty vague bad writing yeah. Dreadful dust, gloomy sun, all blank, matter gone, lifeless, vast, all done, nature and trees fallen, gray skies, death, dead air, nowhere, nothing's here. Except me, I'm in luck. Ugh, it's just so bad. Yeah. All matter gone? No, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It's, it's so dumb. That's just not... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Um, have you ever seen Nausicaa Valley of the Wind? I've seen part of it. It's a really yeah. long movie, but it's really, really good. And it's one of my favorite um, uh, natu- natural uh, apocalypse movies. Mm. Um, post-apocalypse those, movies. So. One of those early Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, the... Uh, the animation is like kind of grainy and like, it just looks much more hand drawn and less polished, but I really like it. It's a lot more cartoony, sort of like, um, Laputa Valley of the wind. Mm hmm. Wait, no, fuck. Valley of the wind is uh, the subtitle of Nausicaa castle. in the sky. Yeah. It's more along those lines, but, um, Patrick Stewart is in it. (laughs) Well, in the dubbed version for plebs, are you going to do the whole subs or dubs thing? I'm so bored of this. <laughs> oh my god. Dubs till I die, Cameron. But you do like dubs. Oh fuck. Subs. God damn it. <laughs> ah, you tri- you, you tricked me. You tricked me. Now I can't watch let's my just, subs anymore. I have to watch dubs. Let's just go to the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> and talk it out. Uh, or pubes. <laughs> Alright. Let's... F- oh god. Two more songs. Let's just... Keep it going. We're almost done. And then we can go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one's called Where's God? Crib death, mom ain't got shit left. How the fuck is shit fair out here? Homeless family froze on the stairs. Where's God? Bumping his iPod. It's time to be the lightning rod. I want to know. Where's God? Where's God? Where's God when shit goes down? I want to know. So, in the Hegelian dialectical, in which the thesis is that ICP are secret Christians, here is the antithesis. Yes. This is a song criticizing God for abandoning us, just like a a deist or something, abandoning us and just bumping his iPod and letting shit, shitty, bad shit happen on Earth. How can God exist in a world where awful stuff happens? I think they're the first philosophers to ask that Mm -hmm. question. Yeah, I don't recall ever hearing anyone else say that. I'm uh 
yeah i mean i get it but i'm pretty i'm pretty bored mm. <laughs> with the struggle mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yep uh i mean it's it's a fairly vulnerable song. I like that it contrasts so much with their kind of like triumphant religiosity. Yeah. Um, because so much of their worldview has been about divine judgment after you die and wicked people getting punished. Yeah. That I, I appreciate that they're actually um, interacting with the real world and the actual reality. Yeah, although... This, like, cliche of, like, songs that, like, talk about the issues, but they just, like, make up a bunch of... We're talking about the issues, but we're keeping it funky. <laughs> yeah. Where they talk about the issues, but they just, like, make up a bunch of, like, hypothetical bad situations is really irritating to me. Imagine uh, if a guy got killed and then they peed in his eyeballs or something. Imagine that. That would yeah. be bad. Yeah, that's, like, this entire song. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, like, little girl found duct taped and raped, and the killer escaped. God, give me a break. You know, yeah. it's just like, I mean, maybe that literally happened and they read well, that in the news, but of like. Of course, it's actually happened, but it's like they're phrasing it in the most vague, generalized way possible, and it makes it sound very generic. Yeah, and it's like, it makes it sound like they're just coming up with. Uh coming up with especially this like drunk drivers killing iraq survivors yeah what the fuck is that a thing is that real (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i'm sure it's happened it sounds like a real like they they just (laughs) i don't know like they got them mixed up yeah (laughs) that sounds like an issue that's that's the real tragedy facing this world today the only one (laughs) uh yeah so this song is uh, <laughs> Church on Fire, Everybody Dies. <laughs> Here's a church. Here's a steeple. Open up the fire doors and see all the burning people. I think the worst line. <laughs> um, I think the worst line in this is, but we're all clueless to how it works. There are no experts, and that's what hurts. Like uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Are you saying there like there are actually experts? <laughs> yeah, yes. there are like expert. crime experts, like yeah. sociologists. Yeah, <laughs> philosophers. I don't want to talk to a scientist. These issues, y'all, you know, motherfuckers, like, lying and making me pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep, they're a little, little bit anti-intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, they don't even know that intellectuals exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's finish strong with forever. I can't pretend I won't lie. Yo, I've lost control and it's a scary endeavor. I got it together, but it took forever. Now I want forever to be just like this. The shit I wish. Did this come out after um, uh, that one song with the whistle hook? There was like a, it's like. Blow my whistle, baby. Oh, the uh, the song by 
Bjorn and John or whatever. Yeah, Peter, Paul, and Mary. The <laughs> Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I think it was. Yeah, the the young folks, right? That's the that's one. Uh, yeah, about. they don't care about the young folks. Yeah, I'm just wondering if this is like if this came out afterwards. They're like, oh man, we got to make a we got to steal a, that. a whistle hook. Uh, it's, it's Peter, it's, Peter, Bjorn, and John, and Paul and Mary is the artist. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Oh my know. God! Is this me again? Yeah, dude. Dude, how can you? You think all of them are me? <laughs> can you just explain all of them? Um. So, yeah, I don't know about this song. Um, Jay is just sort of. It sounds like Jay and Shaggy are singing two different songs. Uh, Jay reflects on his sort of ever-changing values. Uh, he talks about like, you know, different points in his life saying like, this is it. I've arrived. I never want to change. And then he always does. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know specifically what he's talking about. Uh, I want to be with Shaggy and Billy, my dogs for life. And I pray that I'll never change every night. I said never again. And then I did it. Uh, I don't know what that means. My head canon again. is that is that Billy is his actual dog, though. I want to be with Shaggy and Billy, my dogs for life. <laughs> And, he, and Shaggy is just his pet. <laughs> he kind of is, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Shaggy is sort of. Uh, Shaggy encourages encourages you to look on the sunny side. In in a verse. Uh, happiness is all in your uh, happiness is in your own head how you perceive shit believe it is it's all you some of us sad fools can't help it living in a bad mood um remember yeah. that next time you get captured by jigsaw and you're chained up in a basement and forced to saw through your own kidneys to escape and chew through your own lips it's all in your head okay you just don't be in a bad mood T- talking about the issues <laughs> <laughs> but keeping it funky yeah. Um I want to see you and me last forever. Loop this life up and end it never and live through the ages, the lows, the stages and never let them close the pages. I yeah, I don't know what this song's about. It yeah. feels like it's about nothing. Often Shangri-La. Yep. Um so it seems like it's about life's impermanence, but then the permanence of the afterlife and but I can't really make up its mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a little bit of uh, gather ye rosebuds while ye may, kind of like life is fleeting, YOLO. Yeah. Uh, they do have this one quatrain, to find peace of mind is impossible, forever is plagued with obstacles, so we make the best of good times, we stuck on play, we can't rewind. That's not a bad line, we stuck on play, we can't rewind. That is pretty good. Yeah. That was a real VHS, VCR kind of line. <laughs> That's a real Adam Sandler click. Wait, is that... Is there a movie called Rewind? Be Kind Rewind? That's the one starring Adam Sandler. No, it isn't. No. It's Jack Uh, Black. Let's hit up the Amazon real quick, where we go to the top critical review of The Mighty Death Pop, where Renee Arismendi says, great album just sucks when you make the order, you ellipsis. And they write, great album just sucks when you make the order, you won't know what version you will get till it arrives. 
Interesting. So apparently, remember how we said that there were uh, three different versions and each one had a bonus entire album? Apparently, if you buy it on Amazon, you don't know which one you'll get. So there's oh, like man. a real a real Monty Hall problem style situation here where you can try to calculate how many copies of this album you would have to buy in order to be reasonably well assured that you would get all three versions uh-huh. of it. <laughs> or if yeah. you just don't listen to it, then it's simultaneously all three albums. Oh, there you go. It's, it only turns into one of them upon <laughs> your first listen. It's Schrodinger's Death Pop. Yeah. And that is our podcast one allowed Schrodinger's uh, cat <laughs> joke. And, uh, and that's it. Pussy. And I, that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's God. not even a joke. It's just, yeah. Uh, I got you though. Yeah. All right, you got well, me. Uh, if you want more of whatever it is we just did, Cameron and I, you can visit us online at boxset.website. And if you want, you can send your recriminations, criticisms, uh, breakup letters, uh, denouncements. You can send them to email at boxset.website or tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Uh, I could tell you to write us a review on iTunes, but we just, we're, yeah, but only if you say good things. Okay. The recriminations and denouncements go to the email inbox and the good things and compliments go to the reviews on iTunes. Don't mix them up. Don't mix them up. That would be very bad. And, uh, if you think what you just heard is worth money, go to our (laughs) Patreon at support.boxset.website. Unlikely as that is. And, uh, you oh speaking of which we have a new supporter this week did you see this yeah i did it's someone named sally hunt <laughs> sally haunt i feel like i feel like this this name rings a bell so it's just everyone but your dad at this point your dad's <laughs> just like fuck that show <laughs> i mean you say that but i don't see any of your family members supporting us uh yeah i don't i do not think they listen to this show <laughs> My dad, my dad's more of a get, get up in a cool, get uh, up in the cool guy. Uh huh. He's a real cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's, that's a podcast my, you can listen the, to if, that's if you my want. Other non-Nathan podcast, and how sweet it is to be a non-Nathan podcast. <laughs> Most podcasts are non-Nathan podcasts, and they're yeah. all the better for it. For now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch the format and change the name. It'll be get up in the Nathan, and it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna get up way in there, uh, way up in friend there. Again, is uh, is Nathan? <laughs> hey, Cameron. Yeah. Uh, you actually do play Clawhammer banjo. Mm, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I uh, I've 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 applied a claw hammer to my banjo uh metaphorically speaking uh with my hand trying to make yes. music it sounds about as good as hitting it with a uh-huh. claw hammer i bet i'm the first person to make that joke huh yes absolutely all right well let's uh let's uh let's uh send this train wreck to the depot and put it to bed and mix up our metaphors until next week where we talk about the first of the missing link albums which is the very last joker's card for icp for now 
and we're we god the end is in sight folks just stick with us for yeah, another couple weeks and then we can talk about Alanis Morissette and just have yeah. a good time. I listened, I, li- I listened to a little bit of Alanis Morissette the other day just to get a sneak peek, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> Ooh, great. Ooh, teaser. It's, Hello. It's really dumb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. In a really funny way. <laughs> Wait, did, like, is it from her first couple albums? No, I listened to the one after uh, Jagged Little Pill. Ah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's, it just explains so much. It's just like the source of so many like songwriting cliches that I've Ah. seen. Um, Just like, like, oh, my metaphor is so dense that if you don't get it, it's your own problem. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's how you know it's good writing. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week for the last. Uh, second to last of our ICP weeks. I've been Nathan Hunt, and I've got my mind on my Fago and my Fago on my mind. I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I'm about to knock off the chilies. Hell yeah. I'm Nathan Hunt, and I got orange pop all in my dick, please, though. I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I stay sticky. Fuck the soap. God damn it, I was going to read that one. I was going to claim <laughs> that. That's mine. That's the best one. Uh, I'm Nathan Hunt, and I stupided myself to death. <laughs> Watch me fly, bitch! Hey, it's that that song that it's the one about Staggerly. It's the only song about Staggerly. He's a bad man. Uh, post-show goofs and B-roll. This is the yeah. time where we can let our hair down after dark. We can talk shit about our friends and gossip. Yeah. So what juicy tidbits do you have for me, Cameron? Uh, here's that. Here's that B-roll on purpose. The best way to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if people know, but we, none of this has been candid. It's in fact, our, our pre and post show bits have all been scripted. I'm reading from a script right now and it's, it's very meta. I don't know. It was written on spec. It's all right.